This past week, the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast suffered a loss of a laptop. One of the hinges on this laptop had been damaged previously, and as the damage got worse, it resulted in a cut video cable when I went to adjust the screen earlier this week. The screen went dark, and I took the laptop apart and discovered the source of the problem. Unfortunately, it didn't make sense to pay the cost to replace both the video cable and the hinge when the laptop was almost five years old. But fortunately, I was able to procure a replacement so that the recording of this show could continue on schedule. However, it's a strange irony that this incident occurred just one week before I planned to sit down to record an episode about how to safely dispose of your devices. So as we proceed through this episode, you may hear me mention some of the things that I've done or that I plan to do in order to ensure the data on this laptop remains secure. Regardless of whether you plan to sell, donate, or discard an old device, there are steps you need to take in order to ensure that the data on your device is kept safe. You can't just delete your data. As we'll discuss later in the episode, Deleting files does not actually remove them from your device. And the concerns for safety apply to a wide variety of devices. Obviously, desktops, laptops, phones, and tablets are all included, but so are other devices, like printers, security cameras, and maybe even your car. So with that in mind, on today's show, we are going to discuss how you can safely dispose of your device. Helping you stay safe in a connected world. This is Cybersecurity Made Personal. Welcome back to the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast, the safest podcast on the internet. Selling a device that you've replaced is a great way to recover some of the cost especially if you're the type of person who likes to always have the latest device. If your device is older and not worth as much, donating it is still a great way to give it a second life. And finally, if your device is so old that you don't think anyone would want it, recycling it allows many of the components to be melted down and reused instead of sitting in landfills. However, regardless of what you do with your device, you must take steps to make sure that your data remains secure. While you might think that companies that deal with donated or recycled devices would make sure that they're fully cleaned before putting them out for resale, that doesn't always seem to happen. Josh France, a security researcher in Wisconsin, visited numerous thrift stores, resale shops, and recycling locations near his house. He bought 85 used devices. Of those 85 devices, only two were fully wiped clean. From those 85 devices, he recovered 200,000 images, 145,000 emails, and 3,400 documents. France then used an automated script to analyze the data he collected. He was able to obtain 611 emails, 50 dates of birth, 
41 social security numbers, and 19 credit card numbers just by finding data that matched the format of those numbers. Had he actually analyzed the data himself, it's possible he could have found even more information from those devices. Just deleting your data isn't enough to actually remove it from your system. When you delete something, your computer marks that region of your hard drive as available, but it leaves all of the data there until it decides to write something new to that area. To wipe the information, you need to use something that will write over that area. To completely and securely wipe the information, you need to do that multiple times, as advanced forms of analysis can even recover data that's been written over. Now that's great news if you accidentally deleted a file that you needed. There's a good chance that it's still on your hard drive waiting for that area of the drive to be reused. However, it's not such great news if you just deleted some files before you sold someone else your device. That means that whoever ended up with that device could possibly use the same process to restore the files that you deleted. What kinds of devices do you need to protect? Obviously, this includes your computers, your phones, and your tablets. But it also includes smart home devices like digital assistants, security cameras, and all the other smart things that you have in your home. It also includes printers, which have storage space installed in order to store queued print jobs until they're able to print. So what steps do you need to take to protect your personal information when you sell, discard, or donate a device? Here are three steps that you should take in order to ensure that your data remains secure. First, make sure you have a backup of your device whenever possible. Once it leaves your possession, you're probably never going to get it back. Hopefully you've followed steps to make sure that no data is recoverable. But even if you haven't, hopefully whoever ends up with the device will also wipe it clean. Obviously, backing up your data doesn't stop your data from falling into the wrong hands, but it does make sure that your data remains available to you. That's also an important part of security. Keeping data accessible for you is just as important as keeping it away from others. It's best if you can do a full backup of your device. This backup could be stored online, such as backing up your iPhone to iCloud, or it could be done on an external hard drive or a flash drive. Regardless of the route you choose, you want to make sure that you have a backup of everything that was on there in case you do eventually realize there was a file that you needed. And of course, you should be backing up your data all the time, not just before you dispose of an old device. We will discuss how to set up an effective system for keeping your data backed up in a future episode. Now obviously, some devices don't store data that you need to back up. Your printer might store data, but it's data that was sent to it from another device, and it's not going to be in a format that would be readable by a computer anyway. But when you do have information stored on a device that you might need, make sure you make an extra copy of it and keep it somewhere safe. With my computer, the device was no longer functional, so backing up files by copying them somewhere else wasn't even going to be possible. However, in most cases, you can still get to your data. 
On a computer, your files are stored on the hard drive. Unless the hard drive itself is damaged, you can pull the hard drive out and connect it to another computer. On a phone, your files are generally stored in the memory section unless you've put them on an SD card. But you can generally connect the phone to your computer in order to get to the files. However, that may not always be possible depending on how the security on the phone is set up. When I damaged the display on my phone recently, I wasn't able to enter the passcode to confirm that the computer was a trusted device, so I wasn't able to access the data I had. Now once you've completed your backups, you'll want to make sure that you remove anything that's attached or installed in the device. Many phones have a port to add a microSD card for extra storage space. Unless that card came with the phone and you'll be expected to return it to your cell phone provider, remove that memory card and keep it with you. Even if you've taken all the precautions to wipe the device, it's still possible that someone could recover something if they really want to. Generally, if you're willing to spend enough money, it's still possible to recover data unless the drive is physically destroyed. That's why it's always safer to keep these memory cards in your possession, especially if you've stored anything sensitive on them. Whenever possible, you should also remove the SIM card from your mobile devices. While the SIM card won't store too much of your own data, it will often store the information for your saved contacts. Although that data isn't overly sensitive, information about someone's connections with you could be used for social engineering. Next, make sure that you remove any other attachments. I know of someone who sold a computer and then he realized that the dongle for his wireless mouse and keyboard, which he had planned on using with the new computer, was still plugged into the back of the old one. Look over the computer and make sure that the only things still connected to it are the things that you want to give away. And finally, you'll want to disconnect any devices that connect to the computer wirelessly. If you have your Wi-Fi password saved on the device, disconnect the Wi-Fi and forget the password. If you connect to something via Bluetooth, forget that connection too. So now that we've backed up data and we've removed anything extra from the device, it's time to actually deal with the data. If you're disposing of the computer, you may just want to take the hard drive out and destroy it. Destruction of the hard drive is always going to be safer than just wiping the data off with software. Most people with a decent knowledge of computers would be able to remove a hard drive for you. So if you're not sure how to do it, you can probably find a friend who'd be willing to do it for a few bucks or maybe even some pizza. If not, most computer repair shops will probably do it for a reasonable price. However, if you're planning to sell or donate the computer, you probably don't want to remove the hard drive, destroy it, and then have to replace it with another one. Fortunately, there's still ways to make sure that your files are fully gone. If you're comfortable reinstalling Windows, the safest thing to do is to completely wipe everything on the drive. There are utilities available that will do more than just delete what's currently on the drive. As I mentioned in the introduction, deleting data only marks a section of the hard drive as available for use, 
it doesn't actually remove the data that's on there. These utilities, including the one I recommend, will do more than just delete data. It will also overwrite everything that was there. If you don't want to have to bother with reinstalling Windows, there's a way to accomplish something very similar. First, you need to make sure that all your files are deleted. You'll also want to make sure to uninstall any programs that you added and reverse any changes to settings that you might have made, such as forgetting your Wi-Fi password. Then, you can wipe just the free space using a utility that will leave the actual files left alone, but will destroy whatever is in the free space. Many devices also come with a recovery partition, which is a section of the hard drive that stores another copy of the operating system. If you only wipe the free space, I also recommend doing a system recovery. This will load a fresh copy of the operating system onto your device. This serves two purposes. First, it removes any data that you might have accidentally left behind, and it also helps protect the person who will use your device in the future. If you'd like to see my recommendations for software that will actually remove the data from the device, both for a full wipe of the entire hard drive or just a wipe of the free space, you can view them at cybersecuritymadepersonal.com recommendations. Most of these utilities that overwrite your free space will also offer the option to do it repeatedly. The Department of Defense standard requires performing this at least three times, which is usually referred to as three-pass. Depending on the level of security of the data involved, it may also specify additional passes or physical destruction of the drive. Most software will have options for a single pass, three passes, seven passes, or 35 passes, and some may even offer other options as well. You may have to pay for a premium version of the software in order to do multiple passes, though. But nothing stops you from initiating single passes as many times as you want. I recommend doing at least three passes on your hard drive. And if it did have more sensitive information, I'd recommend maybe increasing that to five or seven. This process will take some time, depending on the number of passes you specify and the size of your hard drive. So don't plan on starting this 15 minutes before you're supposed to meet a buyer. For phones, the best way to securely wipe them is to encrypt the phone and then perform a factory reset. If you have an iPhone, it is probably already encrypted. Since the release of iOS 8, which was released in 2014, iPhones have encrypted all data by default. Google also announced encryption on Android around that time, but it didn't introduce it by default until sometime later. Now, almost every phone is encrypted by default, but it's still a good idea to check to make sure yours is. Once your data is encrypted, perform a factory reset. This reset will wipe out your data and the encryption keys, making the data almost impossible to recover. If you're still concerned about the data that might be left on your phone, you can also use an app that will write junk data to all the free space. This will produce the same result on your phone as the programs that do this to your computer. However, before you reset the phone, 
make sure you remove the associated Google or Apple account. Otherwise, the person who buys the phone might not be able to activate it without your assistance. For most other devices, the best you can do is to remove your data and, if possible, perform a factory reset. Look for instructions from the manufacturer to see if there are other ways that you can remove the data. However, there may not be any other way to wipe the data more securely. This means two things. First, make sure you are careful what data you're putting on these devices. Do you really need your phone contacts synced with your car? Do you really need your devices to save every piece of data or every image and video they collect? If it doesn't absolutely need to be stored on your device, then maybe it shouldn't be on there in the first place. And finally, you also need to balance the value you get for the device with how well you're able to wipe it. If the only thing you can do is delete your information from it, but you can't reset the device, wipe it, or encrypt the data, you need to balance that with the amount of money you'll get from selling it. Is a device that's barely going to make you $20 worth the risk if you can't make sure your information is safe? So how can you protect your data when you get rid of an old device? First, make sure you back up the data. Keeping your data available to you is just as important as keeping it unavailable to others. Second, make sure you don't have any devices or connections still established. Remove memory cards, SIM cards, and disconnect Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. And finally, don't just delete the data, wipe it as best as you possibly can. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to come back next week when we will discuss how to spot fakes, whether it's a fake email, fake merchandise, a fake website, or a fake review. Until next time, stay safe. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Cybersecurity Made Personal podcast. For more information on today's topic and a transcription of this episode, check out the show notes page, which is linked in the description. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, we would also appreciate it if you could take the time to rate and review the show. It really does help us get noticed. Cybersecurity Made Personal is provided for educational purposes only. Please do not take any action on your computer, phone, or other device unless you fully understand what you are doing and the possible consequences. Visit cybersecuritymadepersonal.com slash disclaimer for more information. Cybersecurity Made Personal is a production of Personal Cybersecurity, LLC. I'm Jim Herman. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.